1: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: We know Diaz, Maze of That's, uh, I was in uh, the, uh, in the bathroom, uh, listening to, uh, jill biden's spanish language tape. so there you go buenos Díaz, mes amigos, or la tanks of people out there hello and welcome to the uh, show uh mi uh, rob Carcino, i guess and uh yeah glad to have you here there you go you know it's amazing uh for four years we had a, a beautiful articulate artistic uh, a foreign born first lady who spoke five languages. Uh now we have uh we have this.
3: But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity yes. of this community most important yes. as distinct as the Bogadas of the Bronx. Yes. As beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. You know, I, I'm
2: from Iowa, uh, and I've only been to New York uh, twice in my life, both in the last year. And uh, and I knew it was bodegas, actually. Uh.
3: Diversity of this community, yeah. as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, mm. as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami.
2: Or... Me am I as they like to say someplace
3: and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio
2: <laughs> oh, 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 oh the here dear leader, oh, the dear the dear leader's wife has referred to all of us all of us brown people as uh, as diverse as the breakfast tacos that they serve here uh, wow that is she is indeed she is uh, brilliant and worldly
3: blossoms of Miami. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. There you go,
2: yeah. (laughs) That is, she's so, she's so charming. Just so charming. Is
3: your strength.
2: That is just, that's great. She also, I just heard this morning, this does the end. Uh, Jill Biden says Asian immigrants are as diverse as those dumpling things they eat over there. She said that this morning, I, I believe. And then also she said uh, later, Jill Biden says Italian Americans are as diverse as toppings on pizza. So there you go. Uh, the Democrat Party is very down with uh, immigrants into this uh, into this country. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I think she actually made uh, Jan Hooks from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Look Intelligent. Please
4: say hello to our residents, Pedro, and his wife, Inez. Inez is holding a clay pot that she seems very proud of.
2: That's right. She has
4: carefully detailed it with lots of paint and glue.
2: Yeah, it's diverse like tacos.
4: And Pedro is working on an adobe. Can you say that with me?
2: Adobe. Adobe. We are mm. now
4: in the kitchen of the Alamo women. Here they are preparing many culinary delights of the Southwest. Do I hear someone's stomach growling?
2: Yes, I guess you do.
4: <laughs> the mainstay of the Alamo diet yeah. is corn. Corn. Corn can be prepared in many ways.
2: It can in be Spanish, that's los cornos.
4: be boiled, shucked, creamed, or in this case, dried. Ah. Corn can also be used to make tortillas oh do we have any mexican americans with us today
2: well yes. buenos, yes. <laughs> right. buenos yes. dias uh from the mexican community you bet you bet oh i did a little uh, did a little work this morning i want to translate some democrat expressions for you to spanish now realize of course i'm not going to claim to speak spanish i speak french i know it was the only language offered in my high school other than English, so I know how to speak French. So if Jill Biden really wanted to butcher French, I would own it. I would just, I would own it. But, uh, you know, uh, je parle français et c'est dur, you know. Anyway, so here's a couple here that's going to translate from uh, from uh, Spanish into English for you, because, you know, I think we need to uh, focus on diversity, uh, or as they like to say in Espagnol, they like to say uh, le, le, um, hold on a second, it's uh, le diversity. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here, just if you would, just repeat after me, everybody in the audience. Just, I need your attention real quick here. Uh, bienvenidos, ilegales. Los democratas solo creen sus votos. Go ahead and say it. Okay, you're, okay, that's fine. It says, uh, welcome, illegals. Democrats only want you for your votes. That's what that is in Spanish. Hold on a second. I've got another Spanish expression here, or as uh, Jill Biden would like to say in Egg spagnol So, here it is. Ven a America a vivir el sueño paisjismo para Nancy Pelosi. And the translation is, uh come to America, live the dream, landscaping for Nancy Pelosi. That's the new one for that's the American dream for Democrats. So did you see the story? I think it was in in like the Northeast where they're, uh, you know, sending uh, illegals all over the country. They're they're doing landscaping in the northeastern communities and sleeping in boxes. In the woods, because they're so poor. Yeah, that's the American dream. Oh, here's another one. One more, one more here real quick. We're learning espagnol. Uh, here we go. Los liberales, ustedes, los meronos, son tan ignorantes que no les importara que los llamemos latinx. And that is uh, translated to English. Uh, liberals, you brown people, are so ignorant. You won't mind if we call you latinx. So uh, there you go. Those are some uh, Spanish expressions that you'll need if you're uh, if you're dealing with uh, with Democrats, democratios, or also known as scumbagios and uh, corrupticas, I believe is what they. Here's that. Let's listen to the First Lady again.
3: But we can't get those things on our own. No. Raúl helped build this organization. Yes. With the understanding. It's a
2: unidos, which means one dose.
3: I mean that the diversity. Of this community.
2: Yes, all of you Hispanic people are so diverse in your Hispanicness.
3: As distinct as the Bogadas of the Bronx.
2: The Bogadas. Bogada, 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 Bogada.
3: As beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, she's so charming. <laughs> Let's go to Brian in Towson. Hello there, Brian. And welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Oh, I, I should say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Buenos Nachos. No, that's night. That's night. Uh, Buenos Diaz. Brian?
5: Uh, Sorry. I know a little bit of French. Bonjour, comment allez-vous, très bien?
2: Je suis très bien, et vous?
5: Pleasure to have you on the show. Um, yes. we, we need to just go right to the blame game here. Yeah. Now, we all know Jill didn't write this speech, so we're going to have to put that on the speechwriter. Right off the top. Okay. So, okay. I don't know where they picked this person from. Maybe, sure. maybe it was the uh, Walmart uh, greeter. I don't know. Yeah. But well, she might she might have put a
2: uh, just a real quick, Brian. She might have uh, the 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 uh, writer might have put it in phonetic spelling because they knew that uh, Jill Biden has a propensity to butcher Spanish, like when she said, "What did she say?" She said uh, "Si se puede" instead of uh, "Si se puede." Go ahead.
5: <laughs> Amen. Well, anyway, <laughs> just to bring up a little a little thing about the Latino and Hispanic
2: population. No, no, no. And, it's the Latinx, according to the Democrats. Go ahead.
5: Okay, but I'm not going to listen to the Democrats. I never have, and I never will. <laughs> but these people are Christian, just like a, a lot of others that yeah. are Americans here. Yeah. So hopefully they'll read right through all this stuff, just like a lot of us have been reading through for the last four years. Yeah. Uh, we see what has happened to a lot of Americans. Now it's going to happen to these people, and they're going to be part of America now. So no matter how much we like it or not and how little uh, – language barrier there is for the Biden family, crooked thieves that they are, uh, you know, Christianity will rule.
2: Thank you. Oh, Brian, you're, you're exactly right. Um, and, and the amazing thing, and I said this the other day, not the amazing thing was what I said, uh, but the but the amazing thing is that people are coming across the border uh, risking their lives because the Biden administration is saying, come here, please come here, even if you die on the way. Come here, come here, come here. And, uh, and then once they get here, uh, they are uh, told that they should vote for Democrats, and Democrats just happen to really freaking hate America and want all babies to die, and they want to chase... I mean, in the womb, anyway, and they want to chase religion out of the public square. Now, how do you suppose that's going to play with uh, the Christian pro-life family uh, people who are coming up from uh, from below the south of the border? What do you think, there, Brian? Hey, well,
5: I think it's going to work out just fine because we all have our belief in God. Uh, one more thing, because it, I'm yeah, Maryland, and the,
2: yes, go ahead. Born
5: and bred, but if you've ever seen a crab trap, uh, the crabs come into the crab trap. Uh, yes. That's sort of. An analogy of the border. Once you come into the crab trap, you're going to be in the crab trap forever. You're not getting out. So that's my little so, comment. You guys have a
2: great uh, day. You too, Brian. Not, not sure where you're going with the crab trap thing. But uh, if you do move to Maryland, I that's a pretty, pretty good analogy right now. Uh, if you move to Maryland, it, getting stuck in a crab trap uh, trap is is what you could uh, could you you could experience that. I'm glad I got out of Maryland when I did. I love Maryland. Don't get me wrong. Love me some Maryland. Love Baltimore, D.C. and yeah, Pretty much. It's okay. Uh, but the area absolutely spectacular. Democrats have driven it into absolute hell, and so it is kind of a big crab track. If you if you trap if you move there, you're going to get stuck. So uh, anyway, that's how we're going to start the day today. Joe Biden insulting uh, Hispanic people by not knowing how to say bodegas. She said bodegas because um, uh, Jill Biden, you know, is is sweet and and nice as she seems to be, is uh, not a very bright person. And, and you know, I say that with the best intentions for someone who indeed is not an intelligent person. I I really do. I I mean, I want to break it to you. But, um, you know, you're not supposed to say anything about the uh, first lady. You know, certainly don't say anything about the the, uh, the the president's kids unless they're Hunter Biden and dear God in heaven. But, you know, uh, everything that uh, Melania Trump did during the four years that she was in the White House was shredded, 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 never featured on a, on a magazine cover, uh, never uh, celebrated. She uh, wanted to redo the Rose Garden because it was a mess. Uh, apparently she watches a lot of HGTV, like my wife and me, and, and she did it. And just because, you know, right after they did the refurb, it wasn't ready, it wasn't blooming yet, the Democrats ate her for lunch. Uh, she uh, decorated the White House for Christmas, ate her for lunch. Meanwhile, uh, in, uh, in Barack Obama's America, they had a mouse tongue freaking ornament on the tree, and here is uh, Jill Biden, the uh, woefully. Um well, let's just say that she's uh, you know, if if you had a uh, needed a hundred watt bulb, uh, she'd be the ten watt bulb. You know, other than that, she's uh, she's a really great person, really great person. Yesterday, she went to a a, a children's hospital or something, and she sang Happy Birthday to a masked three-year-old on his way to get jabbed at a vaccine clinic, by the way. She was there, uh, she was uh, at this vaccine clinic, and and she sang happy birthday to a little boy at the Enrico Health Department East Clinic in uh, Virginia, and uh, everybody there was still wearing a stupid mask, even though stupid masks aren't needed anymore, but Jill Biden was there as this three-year-old was taken off to get a vaccine that only 1.4% of American parents have decided to give their toddlers, but uh, in the the very good uh, 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 Democrat propagandist, uh, you know, uh, fashion, she made it seem like the kid really needed it, just like Elmo would have taught the kid get the vaccine even though, though you don't need it, and happy birthday. All right, so we've got a lot of stuff to get to on the show. Did you realize that Steve Bannon said, Hey, I'd like to uh, testify in front of the January 6th committee when they are back in session this week on Thursday? And then the January 6th committee canceled the hearing. I don't know why that is. Why did that happen? Also, you know, Joe Biden is the least pre- popular president in the last, uh, what, 75 years. We got the whole bunch of abortion madness out there and your phone calls as well. And uh, you can even, uh, uh, if you say hi, just say hi in Spanish. Uh, just give it your best shot like Joe Biden, okay? 800 uh, 922 This is uh, Le Programme de uh, Rob Carcion. Back in a second.
6: Here's to a record-setting president. Joe Biden's setting record-low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
3: But the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogotá's of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio...
2: <laughs> wow, wow. Hey, did you hear uh, a Hispanic man was stabbed, uh, and actually, well, he stabbed by a woman and then stabbed a thug to death in a bodega in New York. And the uh, the uh, district attorney hasn't even charged the woman with uh, stabbing the bodega uh, worker, because, even though she actually stabbed the bodega, according to Jill Biden, the bodega's worker first. And so the AG, the... Uh, Attorney General, I guess in Spanish, uh, who is a uh, uh, paid, bought, and paid for by George Soros, uh, decided to uh, throw the Bodiga worker into Rikers Island with a cash bail of about two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the girlfriend who stabbed him first is not in jail. That's the, uh, that's, that's, how do you say going to hell in a hand basket? America is going to hell in a hand basket in Spanish. Hold on a second. Let me try this real quick here. I'm going to type it in my Spanish language translator. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hold on. I, this is all, I'm doing this on the fly. America is uh, going to hell in a hand, uh, hand basket. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, America se va a and feriano and en una canasta domano. Mano. Bodiga. that's uh america's going to hell in a handbasket in jill biden spanish so there you go that is That's good to know that uh, she is a first lady and 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 you know what is even better is that this well-spoken man this well-spoken man joe biden is our president
7: now we look at 2022 I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're gonna in for a problem.
2: That's right. Need to
7: stay unified. Get
2: ready, pal. You're in a problem. Bodega.
7: Now we look at 2022. Bodega. Yeah. I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're gonna in for a problem.
2: Yeah, you're gonna stay
7: unified. Yeah,
2: you're going in for a problem there. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then, if it's not for him, we got, we got Kamala Harris. She's border side,
8: but won't go to the border. She's well spoken too. From Mexico, she stays so very far. For a third grader. She doesn't seem to care about law and order. Sing along, Kamala. Kamala. Responsibility, she's always shirking. Shirking? Maybe she's relaxing in some spa. She's done a lot of shirking. It's seldom that you'll ever see her working. (laughs) Camelot! 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 I know that it's a mystery. That Camelot. That was me whistling. Camelot! Could somehow become the VP You know she wants to move into the White House That's never gonna happen She can't wait to become the left's new star Disaster it would be What a tragedy If somehow she became the president Miss Carr
2: And even though our uh, president is uh, very brain-addled and even uh, the New York Times admits that he shouldn't be the president anymore and there's uh, left-wing groups that are suddenly now just waking up and saying, hey, 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 maybe we could actually use this 25th Amendment because... The president, uh, you know, has Alzheimer's or something. Uh, it's kind of great. So, so the next best bet for the Democrats who made this bed that we all have to lie in because, you know, they stole the election. Uh, here is, here is the, the vice president of the United States who has been given the uh, title of border czar, has done nothing, has been I think she's space czar or something, has nothing nothing there. She had nothing to do with the new telescope in space. Uh, but anyway, he says that she is the vice president of the United States for a reason. Because she's responsible and she Gets things done, but, but more
6: important, I'm vice president of the United States. Anything that I handle is because it's a tough issue.
8: <laughs> that is just fantastic.
2: Hold on, hold on, I gotta hear this again. I gotta hear this from the woman who is in the position that she's in because she checked a couple of boxes. All right, uh, not a smart woman at all. Repeats herself all the time. Uh, makes uh, Joe Biden look like you know a, a Nobel laureate. Uh, here, here she is again. But, but more, yes, more important. Yes, more important.
6: I'm Vice President of the United States. Anything that I handle, yeah, is because it's a tough issue.
2: So, just real quick, um, for the uh, people who are uh, Spanish speakers of Hispanic uh, descent. Um, the vice president or the president's wife, Jill Biden, spoke at a Latinx incluxion conference. Um, this is what the Democrat party thinks of you. I know it's insulting. It really, really is. Her mispronunciations, uh, only mask the real problem with the Democrat party. They look down their noses at you. More coming up. Stick around. The Rob Carson Show, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, they're all, uh, you know, very pro-abortion, Rage Against the Machine. Not a big surprise, Rage Against the Machine. I do love the band. I've, I've loved their music for a long time, and uh, even though they are politically m- misguided, uh, liberals, when they're really pissed off, occasionally make really good music. Like, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Green Day. Green Day. They they did American Idiot when Joe Biden, or when, uh, when uh, George Bush was the president. It was a really good album, because they were really mad, even though misguided. They were really mad and misguided. Uh, but their their tunes are catchy. They're just catchy as heck. Gosh darn it! So, um, Dick Morris is a a friend of the show. Uh, gotten to know Dick Morris over the last couple of years. Got a brand new book out, and it's called The Return, and it's uh, revealing Trump's secret plan for twenty twenty four. Not so secret when you think about the video of the plane that he just unveiled with the sign that said Trump twenty twenty four. But Dick Morris has the real ri- reason uh, for running, and his uh, coming surprise announcement, by the way. This should be very interesting. I'm waiting to get my copy of the book. I can't re- re- get re- uh, cannot wait to get to it. Now, I started writing for um, Rush Limbaugh we, in about 1989. And uh, some of the things I did was during the, uh, the Clinton administration when he was the, I guess Dick Morris was an advisor. or uh, uh, Anyway, I remember he kind of, and, and then he saw the light. And uh, now he's, uh, you know, he's a terrific, terrific commentator. I've had the opportunity to uh, dine with him. The return is in bookstores everywhere. Uh, or you can see the free offer from Newsback's. What? Yes, save almost twenty-eight bucks. Just go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. That is thereturn911.com. Get a free copy of the book. There you go. I cannot wait to. And we were hopefully we're gonna get to, we're gonna get him on next week. So, Jill Biden faced mockery and ridicule after she spoke at the Latinx Inclusion Conference. This is uh, so, so ungodly insulting to Hispanics in this country. It was at the Grand Hyatt River Walk in uh, San Antonio, um, and it was Monday. It was yesterday. And it's kind of funny that she was in, uh, in uh, San Antonio and I played that, uh, her butchering the uh, Spanish language and then played uh, Jan Hooks from Pee Wee's Big Adventure where she, you know, Pee Wee went to the Alamo to find the uh, basement so he could get his bike and uh, Jan Hooks was the, uh, the tour guide there. Uh, not like the tour guides at uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson's Monticello, which now actually literally rip the uh the the ex-president the dead president and uh, and the history of the country I'm, i wish i were kidding but i'm not that's what you're going to get if you go to monticello they really have they have books in the bookshop by ibram x Conde. i i wish i were kidding but honestly aren't we just getting a little tired of this crap just everything in general tired of this crap You know everything from COVID to Afghanistan to the economy to uh, energy independence to crime in this country. I mean, by God in heaven, a ten and a thirteen-year-old turned themselves in in Philadelphia because they beat to death a seventy-three-year-old man with traffic cones. Aren't you just about tired of all of this crap? Well, they are in Sri Lanka. They are in Sri Lanka. I've got some audio. Uh, I'm not a... You know, Glenn Beck is... Uh, I, I like Glenn Beck when he started off originally. He's become a little morose for my my uh, you know my liking. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy. But he has some uh, commentary on what's happening in our country, particularly the Midwest and Sri Lanka. We'll share that very shortly. But I want you to just, real quick, you've got a party and a, a movement in this country that is made up of Karens. Now, I came up with... Well, I observed Karens back in the 1990s when I was in very liberal Minneapolis doing morning radio. And I would have a group of white women from the suburbs who would call and were willing to step in and be offended for everybody. So if it was, you know, a Native American mascot, I'd say, oh, okay, all right, so you don't like the, you know, whatever mascot, the Seminoles, because it's a Native American. Okay, are are you a Native American? No, I'm not, but I know somebody who is. Well, that's blossomed, and now you've got rich, elite, white liberals like Jill Biden willing to step in and say, you know, honestly, you Latin- Latinos and Latinas, uh, you really should call yourself Latinx, and you should uh, go to the Encluxion conference, to which most people who are, uh, you know, Hispanic, I don't know, Hispanic origin, I should say people who are, uh, I guess, the progeny of... Central, South America, and uh, Mexico who speak Spanish, right? Okay, those are Hispanics. So, whatever. Anyway, we'll just say it. But she's willing to step in and say, I think that you're language the romance language of Spanish which is related to French which has is based on male and female uh, you know identities uh, we need to change that for you because we're the same people who said after George Flo- George Floyd was murdered that we had to get rid of Aunt Jemima even though Aunt Jemima's family said no 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 she made us famous and made us a lot of money and she was a hero please don't take away Aunt Jemima okay you took away Aunt Jemima or because George Floyd was killed, uh, we got to get rid of Uncle Ben's, Uncle Ben's rice. Because, you know, everybody looks at Uncle Ben's rice and goes, oh, my God, that's so racist. Oh, it's five for a dollar. Let's get some. Really? This is what you're up against. They are so insulting to uh, everybody. They think they're so much smarter than everybody. But they're really complete buffoons and ignoramuses, as as I exemplified in the first half hour of the program, featuring just sound bites from Jill Biden, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris. And I think the American people and, and Latinos and Latinas, uh, by the way, I will never refer to Latinos and Latinos as Latinx because it's an insult. What's next? What are they going to are, are you going to be Italianx? Are you going to be Irenx? Irish? going to be Irinks? No, those are people from Jamaica. They're Irinks. No, okay, whatever. But is it, it's so ungodly offensive and stupid and and you know we, we focus on being offended uh, the world is offended uh, big there's a there's a, a cottage industry called big offense in this country and if people are offended in a nation that has the First Amendment you can literally make a living being a uh, uh, someone who comes in and educates people and sensitive sensitivity training and all of this and then and then you can write books about white supremacy and all this stuff but honestly when when this isn't this is more than just being offensive. When when Jill Biden says, uh, uh, you know, "bodigaz" and "latinx inclusión," it is it's an insult to your culture. It's an insult to uh, even taking the time to learn the culture before you decide to make decisions for them wholesale. How about you learn? How proud the uh, Hispanics uh, coming across the border, or or maybe they're expats, or maybe they're born here. How proud they are of their heritage while being proud of being Americans, because that's what they came here. So you get the double whammy of uh, coming here to the United States because you dream of the United States, and finally, it looks like Joe Biden's giving you a backdoor way to get in here. Uh, it, you shouldn't be allowed to come in just uh, illegally. No, sorry, 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 but I understand the reason why you want to come here, because you're, the countries you're coming from are bleephole countries. You know, all they have to do is is adopt some of the same uh, principles that the United States has to become the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. That's all you got to do, rather than sitting there scratching your, how do you say, uh, you know, your private parts in Spanish, anyway, scratching your whatevers and going, I don't know, let's just bleed all of our people out of our country into uh, into North America, into the United States. And then after all these people who are, by the way, uh, very down with the concept of family, traditional family, God, and uh, they're not very into the old abortion thing, all right? And they come here, and the Democrats lay down the welcome mat and say, welcome, brown people, we have jobs doing landscaping for you, and all we ask for is that you give us your votes. You Latinx people, yes, just give us your votes and vote for the party that hates america, hates god and loves abortion. How do you think that's going to work out for you? Well, that's why uh, recent polls show that Bo- Joe Biden is uh, is polling at about 24% with Hispanics. That's pretty much why. Yeah. And uh, and 64% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run again because you know, He's uh, completely mentally unable to do the task, and, uh, and honestly, the rest of us are insulted that the Democrat Party still tries to believe he's perfectly fine. Here is Corinne jean yesterday being uh, confronted about the 64% of Democrats who don't want Joe Biden to run again in 2024. He's not going to, because if he's alive, and I'm not meaning to be mean, if he's alive, he won't be able to run. I'm just being honest here. I've had people with dementia actually live in our home. My, my, my Aunt Blanche and my grandma, they came and lived in our house. Yeah.
9: And um, I would also say from that very same poll, um, there were 92% of uh, Democrats who uh, support this president as well. Look, you know. Um,
2: that's th- where Where did you get that poll?
9: Not to be, not to get into...
2: Uh, 98% of people under 30 think that Joe Biden shouldn't run again.
9: You know, politics from here or get into a, any political analysis. Um, you know, this is not something, uh, you know, there's going to be many polls. They're going to go up or they're going to go down. Oh, they're
2: pretty much uh, going all down. Unless you say disapproval, that's going up. Uh,
9: this is not the thing that we are solely focused on.
2: Okay. All right. All uh, right. Uh. Uh, you know the expression that I, uh, I like to say with regard to uh, Hunter Biden's laptop and the mainstream media and Democrat Party and big social media saying it was fake? I said, um, yeah, it is. It's real. Uh, and you know why I know that? Because I'm not stupid. And the same goes with Russia collusion. As April, April Matt, uh, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC said, there was Russia collusion between Trump and Russia for two years. And now she doesn't, uh, she's not working anymore, really. She's just doing it part-time. You know, because she made a complete fool of herself for two years, um, you know, and uh, uh, all of this. It, it is. Uh, it, uh, we're not stupid. All right. Uh, the, the election of 2020, uh, the day after the election, I couldn't even question the results of the election the day after Facebook took my page down without explanation. and No recourse. And I said, you know, the reason why I think maybe there was some chicanery with the election is, you know, the 1,200 uh, uh, affidavits, sworn affidavits from people who witnessed it and, the, you know, the nursing homes in Wisconsin and the drop boxes and all that stuff. And I said, you know, the reason why, because I'm, I'm not stupid. I'm really not stupid. Don't you get tired of being played? Don't you get tired of being told you're stupid? Joe Biden's doing a, a really crappy job as the president, and the country's going to hell in a handbasket. And everybody knows it. Everybody freaking knows it. The emperor is not only naked; he's on a parade float. There's a stripper pole in the middle. There, uh, we we put that for Hunter Biden. Stripper pole, spotlights. There's a marching man in front of the car. The car is a '73 Continental um, with a with a ragtop and big cow horns right on the front of that. Big uh, cow horns right on the front of that thing. It's honking, and and that's and the emperor is naked on that float. We're not stupid and your house of cards is coming down. It's coming down. Let's not send the country down with it. Right? 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. A little bit more on this, and I want to get into what's happening in American inner cities. Some toddlers in Minneapolis who have been on the planet for about two years, who've been brought up with defund the police, uh, pigs in a blanket, fry up like bacon. Uh, toddlers attack the police. I wish I could say this weren't true. Two- and three-year-olds attacking the police using profanity like a bad episode of the jerry springer show yeah yeah it's time to stop the uh, either get off the bitanic uh, or in this sinking ship with the 25th amendment let's take a break you are listening to the rob carson show
0: uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com
1: opinions are easy entertaining not so much it's the Ron Carson
4: Show.
2: So say it with me. See, si, say, Broadway. The future is ours. Yes. Thank you. Yes,
4: that's uh, Jill. So say it with Jill me. Jill Biden. See, si, say, Broadway. Yeah,
2: Joe Biden tried to speak Spanish uh, a few months ago, and then she tried it again yesterday. Bodegas, that's uh, what they are. Those little stores in New York, they're Bodegas, by the way, in case you didn't... Uh, you didn't know. Okay, let's do a little more, a uh, little Spanish, little, a little more Spanish language here. Uh, this is uh, Jill Biden's Spanish language tape. I'm going to read it like she would, and then I'll tell you what it means. Here we go. El cerebro de Joe Biden está roto, which means Joe Biden's brain is broken. Kamala Harris es una pesadilla para los demócratas, which means Kamala Harris is a nightmare for Democrats. There you go. I know you guys are saying it right along with me. And another one here, <clears throat> real quick here. Uh, Democratas, los Democratas están totalmente a la muerte on 2022 E 2024, which means Democrats are completely screwed in 2022 and 2024. There you go. Latinx people everywhere. formerly Latinos and Latinas. The Democrat Party and white women, white liberals think that you should be called Latinx instead of, you know, what you're proud of. Because, you know, they know better. Yeah. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Uh, Joe Biden was heckled yesterday. I get it then second by a Parkland uh, shooting survivor or shootings uh, father. Actually, we'll get to that. Uh, Joe Biden is the least popular president in the last 25 years, by the way. I'll have to do that in Spanish. I don't have it in front of me. President Biden's approval rating, uh, 18 months into his presidencia, I think that's how they say it, um, is uh, lower than any president in more than 75 years, according to 538 polling on Monday. His approval rating dropped to 38.4%. is historically lower than any other modern-day president, although some polls this week has actually said as low as 29%. So Biden's 18 months into his presidency worse than Donald Trump at 42, uh, Barack Obama at 46, by the way, uh, George W. Bush, 66, uh, Bill Clinton, 69. Just kidding. 46 on Bill Clinton. Uh, George H.W. Bush, 63. Ronald Reagan, 44. uh, Where's Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter in here. 28 uh, percent. Okay, so there you go. Uh, Yeah, but it's the uh, basically the lowest approval rating of any president in the last uh, 75 years. 75 years. Because he's doing a terrible job. He's doing a terrible terrible job. (laughs) Unless I have my Spanish translator, I'm not going to try it. Uh, Father of a Parkland shooting victim confronted Joe Biden yesterday. And uh, Joe Biden told him to sit down before he was booted out. Uh, There was a big uh, gun law celebration of the White House lawn yesterday. A bunch of Republicans signed on to this new uh, uh, gun law, which will prevent no shootings like uh, what just happened in Highland Park, Illinois. Because all of the laws, essentially, that were uh, in this bill that the Republicans and Democrats signed, they were already in effect in Highland Park, Illinois. They were already there. And they did precisely nothing to prevent it. That said, here is uh, Joe Biden being heckled by the father of the Parkland uh, High School uh, uh, shooting victim.
7: Many things. It's proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think you... I've been to tell you this for years. See, and
2: I've been trying to tell this for years.
7: Let me finish my comment. Let him talk, let him talk. No one okay?
2: All right, now get him out of here, security. Just get him out of here. So that happened yesterday. Uh, He was heckled in Delaware. (laughs) Somebody yelled at him on his bike and said, where are your bleeping uh, training wheels, (laughs) among other things. That's terrible. And, oh, and by the way, uh, listen to this. A retired U.S. lieutenant general has been suspended from his job as a military contractor because he tweeted uh, about uh, Jill Biden, the woman who can't speak Spanish at all. Uh, Biden tweeted, for nearly 50 years, women have had the right to make our own decisions about our bodies today that right was stolen uh said glad to see you finally know what a woman is uh that uh insult to the dear leader's wife has caused him to uh to be uh, sidelined by the way and not be able to make a living because you know what we live in america in 2022 when the democrats are in charge but not for much longer let's take a break you are listening to the rob carson show Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies. that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com newsmax that's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric Insurance Agency policies issued by Vantage Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions.
1: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: Buenos Dias, Latinos. I was just doing a little uh, Jill Biden impression there. The
3: understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodá's of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. There you
2: go, all of you uh, Latinx people who used to be uh, Latinos and Latinas. You're very proudly Latinos and Latinas. Uh, the Biden administration and Democrats have decided that you are going to be called Latin X and you are going to like it, and you're going to listen to butchered Spanish from people who don't speak the language. And I believe, isn't Jill Biden, uh, isn't she a doctor of English? Isn't she? A, a, didn't she teach English? Is that what she's... Supposed well, certainly not Spanish. <laughs> certainly not. Uh, certainly not Spanish. You know, a lot of people are beginning to regret voting for Joe Biden. It's kind of weird.
10: I voted for Biden back in 2020, and I seriously regret it. In 2020,
9: I voted for Joe Biden, and I now see that as a mistake.
8: I voted for Biden in 2020, and I definitely regret v- voting for him. I would not do it again.
7: <laughs> Folks,
2: the people of this nation have spoken. And a lot of them were dead, and a lot of them spoke for, like, a bunch of other people. You know, like like putting their names on a fake ballot and putting them into a ballot box that was unmanned, but videotaped and actually featured in a movie called 2,000 Mules. They've delivered us a clear
8: victory. Growing up, I thought that Democrats were for everybody. This is Chris McCulloch from Kansas City. You know, especially, I say, specifically for black people. And I
2: oh of, no no no! You see, the Democrat Party is uh, the party of slavery and Jim Crow, and the uh, the the New Deal and the Great Society and all that stuff.
8: And I had that. I was programmed in a sense with that Democratic, you know, savior type of situation. Ah. Going into you know the 2020 election, I was I was for all for Biden. That's who I, I voted for. Yeah. I was like, okay, Biden's gonna mm. have change. He's he's you know for everyone. And I was underneath the impression.
2: You know, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, there was this uh, big movement on uh, social media, on Facebook, and it was called the walkaway movement. Do you remember this? And uh, there were uh, f- half a million people in the walkaway movement. They were walking away from the Democrat Party. And most of them were people of color because they realized how much they've been played. I have said this for years. I said, what does the Democrat Party do to everybody, but particularly uh, those they consider to be in uh, impacted communities, minority communities? They uh, use you. They promise you stuff. And then when the election happens, they get up, they leave some money on the dresser, and they walk out. There you go. And that guy just now got it. But the uh, walkaway movement disappeared off Facebook. Like right before, I believe it was right before, right after the election. Completely gone. And the people who created the walkaway movement organically lost every person, every video, every inkling that they even existed. But that's the party we're dealing with. That's the totalitarian totalitarian party we're dealing with right now, trying to shut down your thoughts. You can't have an opinion that differs with the government. is called misinformation or disinformation. And by God in heaven, if social media doesn't kick you off, then we'll send the freaking FBI at you. We'll send the FBI to go after you. That's your Democrat Party. That's the promise of leadership when you elect Democrats today. And I just have kind of a funny feeling, there's a lot of polling behind it too, that Americans are just sick and damn tired of it all. And then you've got this idiotic show trial that's happening in Washington, D.C. on top of everything else. When you have to go from paying 34 to $94 to fill your car, or if you have a tractor trailer, from going to 200 to to $1,000, and you've got these morons in Washington, D.C., still focusing on a president who was president 18 months ago, who they already impeached for supposedly inciting a riot on January the 6th and was cleared of all charges. A kangaroo court where only one side of the argument is being presented and they expect to be taken seriously. And it's kind of funny because, you know, uh, there's a very powerful person who went from zero to 60 million followers named Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is an ex-Trump affiliate, one of the few podcasts that I check out because I love what he's got to say because he's a smart guy. And uh, uh, it looks like uh, Steve Bannon said, hey, if you guys want to have me come in, since I'm considered the enemy of the state, according to you, and I had all this to do with the the insurrection, I want to come and I want to be questioned live on camera uh, under oath. This Thursday night, I will come in and do it. No holds barred. Ask me any question you want. And oddly enough, Adam Kinzinger comes out and says, well, uh, Gosh darn it! We got to delay it because uh, there are more and more people coming forward. Now they told Steve Bannon that it was uh, it was too late that uh, they they uh, they you know they they didn't have time to get him booked and everything, and uh, so they kind of poo pooed it and said uh, you know nothing to see here, and then delayed the hearing because more and more people are coming forward. You're being played, guys. And right now there are people who are suffering in a jail in Washington D.C. It is the Bastille. We have people in jail who've been in, in jail for over 500 days for made-up charges. The FBI came out and said there was no insurrection. There were no weapons brought into the White House. There were no guns brought into the White House. There was very little damage caused, in or the Capitol, I should say. Very little damage. Originally, they said $100 million worth of damage, but they reopened two hours after the supposed riots, and everything was fine. Uh, but they went ahead and parroted that nonsense. And you've been played ever since. And the FBI did this massive sweep that is uh, essentially taking all their, their eye off the ball with regard to terrorism, uh, people to come across the border, uh, I don't know, maybe seeing uh, uh, all the signs of mass shootings coming in three different locations in the last couple of months. Missed it all. But they're focused on going after people who went into the uh, Capitol on uh, January the 6th who were literally let into the damn building. Here's one, actually. I got one right here. Uh, this is a, uh, a 69-year-old grandma. Her name is, uh, uh, let's see, what is her name? I got a Pam Hempill. Now, Pam Hempill is a former drug and alcohol counselor who's been sober for 42 years, and she also has cancer. Yeah, she's got the, you know, the handkerchief over her head because she's lost all of her hair because of chemo. And she's been sentenced to prison for 60 days for walking into the U.S. Capitol. My friend Greg Kelly last night on his show on Newsmax, which you should watch. It's a great dang show. He talked to her and he said, what the heck happened? You're almost 70 years old. You got cancer and uh, you certainly weren't there to overthrow the government. And you certainly couldn't push your way into the Capitol. What exactly happened? I I personally, I, I could take responsibility.
9: They believe I broke a law. Okay, trespassing. Uh, I was not parading though, because my video shows the proof. I
2: was shoved in. I said oh, It's a misdemeanor, by the way. Yeah, it's a misdemeanor. What, what she did is supposedly trespassing is a misdemeanor.
9: I to go this far. I say they shoved me in. I'm gonna be sitting down. You you see me with the officers taking me out because I asked for help. No, she's got all
2: this on videotape.
9: I didn't want to be in there unless it was legal. And see, there was
2: an officer at the door, and I was. How, how big do you feel? How big do you feel jailing an almost 70 year old woman with cancer who, uh, who didn't force her way to any. She couldn't force her way into a freaking uh, medicine uh, container that had a child proof lid on it. I know this. My mom uh, passed away last year. She was 92. All right, this woman would have a real hard time opening a peanut butter jar. I'm just, it happens. It's okay. You know, when people get older, they'll ask you, hey, can you open this peanut butter jar for me? Because it's to be, but this one's 69 years old. She was 67 on January the 6th, and she's going to jail for 60 days. The FBI prosecuted her, persecuted her. Trying to get to him when they shoved
9: me in. And, um,. So I I wasn't picketing and parading, but if that's what they wanted me to plead guilty to, I thought, okay, my lawyer advised me and um, that's what I
2: completed, you know. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, 69 years old, cancer patient. She going to jail for trespassing for 60 days. Yeah, she's been brutalized too, by the way. Brutalized by the government, you know. But basically, a, a judicial rectal exam for going to the Capitol to see Donald Trump speak, because everybody who was at that rally, a million people strong, say that there was some chicanery with regard to the election. Oh, she has a give sin go account. Write this down. I mean this really give sin go, give sin go, not the other one because they ban conservatives. Like the bodega owner, well I don't know if he's conservative, but they banned the bodega owner in New York City who stabbed the thug after being stabbed himself and attacked. But it's give, sin, go, MAGA, granny. M-A-G-A-G-R-A-N-N-Y, MAGA, granny. Pam Hemphill, a little bit more of her being crowded into the White House, literally lifted over a barricade and then charged with trespassing.
9: What had happened, one officer when they pushed the gates the officers pulled me over the gates, okay, behind them. And then they said, go to that officer. So I did. And then that officer said, go to,
2: to the to other officers on the steps. So I... doesn't sound like she's trying to attack the officers or break into the Capitol, does it? Went, oh, and all of this is on her phone, by the way.
9: To the steps. And, but as you see, somebody pushed me on another officer and stepped on my head, cut my knee, broke my glasses
2: probably an antifa member and it's been verified they were there
9: I almost got killed there and the officer saw that and put me behind them again and i was told by the prosecutor that i was taken away from the capitol police doing their job
2: to help ah, me ah there you go so she was jailed for trespassing And she was uh, apparently in her distress being a 67-year-old woman. I don't know if she had cancer then or not. Uh, She kept the police officers from doing their job, which they didn't do on January the 6th. You know by listening to this show that I try to come to the microphone every day with a positive attitude, and I like to use humor to make a point when I can. I don't think we do a good job doing that. We had a lot of fun last hour with Jill Biden butchering the uh, Spanish language and uh, essentially insulting uh, Latinos by, A, speaking at a Latinx conference, or conference, or whatever the hell they call it, which is an insult to Latin American culture, By getting rid of the language and replacing it with this, this, uh, it's not cisgendered, it's bat guano insane Latinx. And then butchering the language. Had a lot of fun with that last hour. But I'm just done with this nonsense. I am done with being told that what I believe is misinformation and disinformation when all of the data and the evidence and intelligence and common sense points to otherwise. And each one of these dominoes falls again and again and again, including Hunter Biden's laptop. Now you're discovering that he was basically sex trafficking, sex trafficking minors, sex trafficking, prostitutes over state lines and dad sending him money. Unbelievable. Honestly, unbelievable. Just when you think we've reached a new low, we go lower. Well, it's time to uh, say no. I'm going to share with you what's happening in America's inner cities. It's been a crisis for now two generations since I started talking about it, and it's only getting worse. And unless we stop what is happening, then there is no hope. There is no hope for children who are in the middle of a war zone, born into this situation, begging to get out of it, and nobody willing to help them. 800-922-6680. 800 6680 Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
1: Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: This won't happen after this election, but uh, in 2024, when, uh, when Donald Trump is the president again, um, they need to, uh, certainly, well, the Pete Buttigieg has got to go. He's a worthless transportation secretary. He's not doing his job. Lloyd Austin, uh, defense secretary, is a complete tool. Uh, more focused on uh, transgenderism in the military than our safety. Merrick Garland, our AG, who goes after CRT parents instead of, I don't know, stopping mass shootings from happening at schools. Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the DHS secretary, who has allowed the largest invasion of any country in the history of mankind to happen in our southern border, and Jennifer Granholm, our Energy Secretary, who doesn't know what the bleep she's talking about. We are dealing with a group of incompetent people who have the downfall of America in mind. That's what they are there here to do. This is a puppet administration. Joe Biden is a puppet, and I got to tell you, um, this isn't going. It isn't going to be good enough to say, "Hey, you know, I'm sorry that I voted for Joe Biden, or I'm sorry that I supported because." If you're down with anything uh, in this administration, if you voted for Joe Biden, you need to be held accountable for it. Because if you would have just done your research, you just would have done a little extra effort, just questioned a few things, like his, I don't know, ability to talk, or the fact that nobody was coming to see him speak, or he said things that were completely outlandish. I mean, maybe that could have been, oh, oh no, but everything that Donald Trump said was outlandish. Yeah, but his policies really kicked ours. It's just unbelievable. Here, Jim Jordan last night, I think he was on Fox, talking about uh, Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland, the AG of the country.
6: Yeah, everything will be on the table, Lauren. I want to stress everything. Think of This was after the election. About the weaponization of government we have seen from this Justice Department, both in a passive sense, where they won't prosecute people who directly violate a statute and protest that- Yes, but you can put 69-year-old cancer patients into a jail for trespassing. Supreme Court Justice's home with the design on influencing its decision, a case pending in front of the court, and then, of course, the active weaponization of government, like what they did with parents. I mean, you think about this school board situation, Understand what happened to moms and what happened to families. They first told kids, you can't go to school. They closed the schools. Then when they opened the schools, they said, we're going to teach your kids CRT. And then if as a concerned parent, you showed up at a school board meeting, they they treat you as a domestic terrorist and the FBI investigates you. So much so that we've had multiple whistleblowers come forward and tell us about over two dozen cases where moms and dads have been investigated for that same scenario I just described.
2: I have had more people the last couple of days say to me, That they are just done. They're so angry, they want to know what the hell's going on in the country. 107,000 people dying of drug drug overdoses. An overrunning of our southern border. Gas prices through the ceiling. Green energy ruining everything. Grocery prices to the point you can't afford to eat anymore. You're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. Because unless your pay has increased, I don't know, about 100% in the last two years you're not living paycheck to paycheck you're not making it to the paycheck and all the while Karin jean is saying that everything is great and all the while the democrat party is going after its political enemies with the j6 nonsense hearings the kangaroo court with the doj going after crt parents and january six protesters meanwhile thousands who burned cities Thousands who attempted to burn down St. John's Historical Church and the White House run free like it's nobody's business. The country is upside down, America knows it. Here's more from Jim Jordan.
6: Well, well, they're too busy going after parents. They're too busy setting up the, the disinformation governance board to actually do things that we would expect them to do and do things that are direct violation of the statute is the case with, with Supreme Court justices. So we can continue to highlight it, draw attention to it, ask questions, do the kind of questions, get the facts out to the American people. But but in the end it's going to be up to the we the people on election day to change the makeup of congress and then in 2 years change the makeup of the white house and reelect president trump as our new president so that- what what did he just say what did he just say makeup of congress and then in 2 years change the makeup of the white house and reelect president trump is our new president so that's what has to happen but in the meantime january 6th the reason why the hearings keep donald trump from being able to run again that's what it's all about kids we're gonna do everything we can to highlight just how political just how wrong just how much this department of justice attacks faith attacks freedom and attacks the institution of the family we're seeing it across the board the left going after those three how do you feel about
2: your kid coming home and say they want to change their gender at eight years old and get mutilating surgery and puberty blockers your democrat party is down with that how about aborting a baby at nine months how about a baby that's completely viable human being that if we're allowed to be delivered would come out and its eyes would open and they do the boogie sucker and they get the mucus and all that out of its lungs and it would start crying and you'd be oh look a baby but the democrat party says ten seconds before that happens you can its spinal cord and let it die that's your democrat party kids and if you voted for it that's your problem not mine but i'll tell you the problem right now is sitting in the white house and we've got to start talking as adults about uh the 25th amendment among other things liz wheeler joins us next she's awesome political pundit outspoken woman and she has in spanish "cajones," or as joe Biden would say "cajonias." stick around So it's a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson show. We have a special guest on the phone. I would say Liz Wheeler, but I I need to say the, the Liz Wheeler joins us on the phone. Liz Wheeler, how are you today?
10: Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be
2: here. Uh, I'm excited to have you here. You are one of the... I like to say that uh, in uh, in American politics right now, a lot of the men don't have any cojones. It's the women who have the cojones, or as Joe Biden would say, cojonias. I think. Um, but you you are one of those people, and I think it's great. I think that there is a wonderful group of young w- women conservatives, well, just women conservatives in general, who really seem to be kind of directing the dialogue at this point. People like Lauren Boebert uh, <laughs> and others, and on the on the Uh, punditry side of the spectrum you're one of those people so uh, i'm glad to uh i'm glad to have you on the show and and we have nothing to talk about today i'm sure right except for, uh, what, Jill Biden? In- well,
10: nothing, nothing, nothing except to address the ladies, gentlemen, and tacos who are listening to the program today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the second uh, foot-in-mouth uh, that uh, Jill Biden has done. She said cisa Padre," now she says bodegas, and she compares Hispanics to the uh, diversity of tacos. What are your thoughts on this and the perception that uh, the American people and the the Latinx people, I don't like to use that term because it's stupid, I uh, have to say about Jill Biden. Biden today
10: oh first of all this is I mean this is a gift to us from Jill Biden's speech writers this is maybe the funniest thing that I've seen all week if you haven't seen the video I highly encourage everyone listening to this show today go watch the video it is just freaking hilarious Um, it's actually worse than Joe Biden saying rude things about uh, minorities in our country, because Joe Biden, we we do give an excuse to a certain extent because he's so old. He's obviously demented. And so when he says things like, oh, Hispanics are more diverse than black voters are, which is an insult to black people in our country. It's (laughs) an enormous insult. We do. We give him a pass in a sense because we're like, oh, poor Joe. He's he's the victim of elder abuse right now. He doesn't know any better. Jill Biden is the one controlling joe biden and jill biden should know better than to say things like that what this does is this demonstrates what the left actually feels for minorities they actually hate the people that they claim to champion they hate the people they claim to care about jill biden is so far removed from reality that she ignores the fact that hispanic voters don't like to be called latinx they they reject that they are unhappy with what joe biden is doing for our country and yet she just goes out there and stereotypes everyone and panders to them and assumes that that they will vote Democrat because of the color of their skin and their, their, their heritage here. And it's, it's so insulting. The good news is I don't think American Latinos, American Hispanics are falling for that anymore.
2: Well they're not falling for it. I saw a, uh, an approval rating of 24% a couple of weeks ago. And why would someone come to the United States for the dream that is America and vote for a party that hates America and its founding, hates the family, hates God, and loves abortion until the child is born? Who the hell in the Hispanic community other than radical leftists is down with all of that.
10: Right, and it's worse than that because Joe Biden has been at the helm of our country during these terrible COVID lockdowns, and who did the COVID lockdowns hurt the most? It hurt hourly wage workers, it hurt uh, It hurt families, it hurt people, religious people who wanted to go to church. I mean, we had small businesses. Our small businesses closed down during the week, and we were told we weren't allowed to go to church on the weekend. We couldn't take our children to the park. We we, we couldn't even go outdoors without killing grandma, we were told. And people like the Bidens, Jill Biden and Joe Biden, they were not only in charge of these Lockdowns, um, but but. They, they escaped any of the ramifications, the negative consequences of the lockdowns themselves. They are the definition of elitist. Yes. And so now we're facing in our country gas prices, which are exorbitant, inflation, which is through the roof. People see this increase in their paycheck and Joe Biden tells them the economy is great, but we know that it's not because inflation is outpacing wage growth. This is the reality that the American people are facing right now. And the people that are hurt the most by this are the minority communities that Jill Biden has the audacity to call tacos. It
2: is unbelievable. And I was just reading this headline this morning about, uh, you know, the Democrat Party creates these problems and then goes to the wrong place for the solution. It's like stepping over the body at a murder scene and saying, okay, what happened here? Uh, That kind of thing. Like sending uh, Kamala Harris to the Northern Triangle when the uh, border is right there. But this is the headline. As most schools across the country are back in person learning, the detrimental effects of school lockdowns during the coronavirus are showing themselves in real time. High levels of student depression, developmental and academic stunting. This is a gigantic and massive tragedy that we are beginning to see manifest in behavior. I also would uh, would posit that the shootings of the in Buffalo, New York, and, and also in Uvalde were both uh, done by men who were freshmen or sophomore in high school when these lockdowns took place. I have no doubt that that helped uh, to uh, cause the uh, mental problems or exacerbated in their lives. It is the ultimate insult to create the problem and then say, Oh my God, I can't believe that kids are, are mentally ill and developmentally stunted after all we did to them during covid
10: well of course i mean you you take these children who are who are growing into adolescence who are who are young men specifically and maybe they're predisposed or already suffer from a serious mental health issue and yes. then you tell them that they have to stay inside their own home inside their own room and and not inside their own home in in a, in a healthy nuclear family right yes. that can be a perfectly healthy environment but you're taking these young men who come from broken families and you're putting them in 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 a room in a bedroom by themselves and so their only contact with the outside world is through video games violent video games and through online chats they have no father figures oftentimes yes. in their lives and you you exacerbate that with drug use with marijuana use and yes i mean the democrats have set up these young men for failure they've set up our society to be vulnerable to the evil that has manifested in these in these children and we have, as a society have allowed um the degradation of the family to the point that the family used to be the bulwark against these kind of evil acts and now there's simply no bulwark they want to look to schools they want to look to law enforcement they tell us we need social programs no what we need is we need married moms and dads who are involved in their children's life who regulate obviously drug use but video game use and computer use and 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 teach their children right from wrong and insulate them with a community religious beliefs and family, so that they 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 when
2: they do spiral um, someone notices no I got to Liz, I, I gotta gotta tell you Liz I, I got to tell you I think you're wrong on all points there the problem is that they're born the wrong gender these kids are born the wrong gender is what the problem is Liz <laughs> all of these societal ills is because they're trapped in the body of another person that's what it's all about now uh, on a serious note for instance Philadelphia uh, uh, two brothers age 14 and 10 have turned themselves after fatally beating a 73 year old man to death Okay, these are kids. You've also got in in, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, I used to live in Minneapolis, uh, little toddlers, they were uh, police agents, or they weren't police officers, uh, but they were standing in front of the uh, home of one of these kids, I guess, getting uh, abused verbally by these kids using very adult language. Uh, And I noticed you posted that on Twitter this morning. Your thoughts on, on kids, particularly kids of color, in America's inner cities where the murder rate is 13 times the national average. What are your thoughts?
10: Yeah, I did post this video, and if you haven't gone to see this video, you can go to my Twitter account. It's it's all over the Internet right now, but watch it. I mean, these are these are not children. These are toddlers. This is a little girl wearing a diaper still. Yes. Um, otherwise, no clothes, just diapers. And they, they are assaulting cops. They're they're trying to hit cops with their fists. They're yelling. They're yelling curse words. They yelled F you. They um, <laughs> they're, they're calling the cops the B word and, and, and uh, honestly, when I saw this, I felt so sad. This is one of the saddest things that I've seen yeah. in a long time. My heart breaks for these children because the reason that these children are acting in this way, that they are acting uncivilized, is because of leftist policies. It's because, um, it's because the left has lied to them about um lied to them about police officers in general telling them that police are just agents of white supremacy it's because (laughs) of fatherlessness because of policies that actually encourage young black people not to form nuclear families it's the saddest thing that you'll ever see to see these babies acting like savages when we this is this is the result not of something arbitrary but of deliberate political decisions made by the left so watch that watch the video pray for these children and understand that the reason that these children are acting this way is because leftist policies in inner cities actually encourage this they're grooming this children yes. to this type of behavior because they know that they need They need minorities to be this uneducated, to be this docile, to be this violent in order to ensure that they vote Democrat.
2: And another thing, you have the uh, bodega worker in New York, uh, Liz Cheney, uh, or Liz. uh uh, not Liz. Um, uh, uh, Jill Biden called them uh, body guys I guess. Uh, but they got a bodega worker. <laughs> he, he, he The the, uh, the snap card doesn't go through. He grabs the chips from the kid. The woman stabs him in the arm. Then the, calls her boyfriend. The boyfriend comes in, roughs up the guy, and the bodega worker defends himself, stabs the thug to death. And yet the bodega worker goes to Rikers Island with a $250,000 bond, and the girlfriend has not been charged with anything. I think it's kind of a metaphor for uh, crime in this country. I wish that Kathy Hochul, although I'm wishing it against hope that concealed carry would become the, uh, the, the way of the day because this nonsense would stop. But what are your thoughts on the bodega worker uh, and the thug and his girlfriend?
10: I mean it's a miscarriage of justice. Everybody no matter your political orientation, no matter the color of your skin, no matter your gender, or any other immutable characteristic should be outraged. If we want to live in a nation where we have a right to defend ourselves against violence and aggression, then we have to we have to defend those who actually exercise this right to self-defense. Is this is this worker not allowed to defend himself when a thug is attacking huh. him? Does he have no right to defend his life and his property? Are we going to judge his right to self-defense based on the color of the skin of his assailant. This is this is horrifying it's absolutely horrifying because you can put yourself or your family member in this in this man's shoes are you not allowed to defend yourself based on the color of the skin of the individual who attacks you do you have to look at this through this this woke leftist social justice political correctness lens before you decide whether you're allowed to save your own life this is this is not a colorblind uh society this is not lady justice weighing whether something is right or something is wrong based on the 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 action itself this is using essentially racialized marxism to determine that that you have one set of rights based on your color of skin and someone else has um, another set of rights based on their color of their skin, and that—that that is, that's evil.
2: And look what the left goes after. They go after Kyle Rittenhouse for defending himself. It was right there on video, uh, and thank God. I, I think the America mm-hmm. could use about ten thousand more Kyle Rittenhouses. I do believe the America could use about ten thousand more of these bodega workers. I hate to do this, but I'm tired of I'm tired of victim people being victimized and people be and people doing smash and grab robberies. I live in the middle of the country. I live in Kansas City area in Johnson County, Kansas, where concealed carry and open carry is. I mean, you see it everywhere. Guess how many smash-and-grab robberies we had last year? None, absolutely none. Uh, none of this nonsense exists there, but Kathy Hochul will do her very best to, uh, to keep people from concealed carrying. Uh, uh, but let's move on to, to a couple of other things here. Um, let me ask you about uh, your generation. You are a millennial. I am a Generation Xer. I like to call us the last analog generation, all right? Um, as far as your generation, when, when, I, say when, I, when I, was, I started writing for Rush Limbaugh and I was 23 years old, um, and, and people were calling my generation slackers like we were lazy or something. I wasn't a slacker. I busted my butt. I was a conservative. I busted my butt, all of that. What about your generation? What, what, do you suppose your generation is becoming wise to this, or are they, are they not getting this? What, what, I'd like to know from your generation's perspective where you are swimming in this sea of radical leftism.
10: Well listen, I, I, I think there's an interesting or an important distinction that needs to be made between the millennial generation and generation and 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 those younger, right? Okay, yeah, Gen, Gen Z. Z. Yep. Because the millennials right now are in their thirties and forties. So we're not we're not the we're not spring break partying right now. We're not the college kids. That's actually a generation younger than me. Yeah. So in 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 the those who are in their thirties and forties, it is very interesting because um, many of us, and of course I am not included in this because I resisted the radical leftist indoctrination, but many in my generation were subject to indoctrination and brainwashing yes. um not just not just at the university level but at the high school level and at the grade school level and as a result of that a lot of people fall prey to this idea of a technocracy that you defer to the experts and you listen to the experts yes. and you obey the experts without question because they are the experts that we have no have no have no right have no qualification to critically think and make decisions for ourselves i reject that but i yes. feel that a lot of my generation is actually facing that. I will say, I, I I think that there's going to be a little bit of a come to Jesus moment that my generation is facing as the interest rates are going up, as we face inflation, as we see gas prices go up, as you know we have now been paying taxes for the last decade, yes. and we're starting to see the ramifications of some of the practical, the kitchen table policies that will impact my generation differently than Gen Z. Gen Z has no idea of reality because yeah. they're not they're not homeowners, they don't own cars, they don't have credit cards, yeah. they're just still you know living living under debt daddy's roof or at least on daddy's credit card <laughs> but my generation is starting to to see the light at least on the financial issues the social issues we still have a really long way to go
2: yeah you you mentioned a come to jesus moment uh joe biden would call that a come to jesus moment by the way just want to write that down you know <laughs> hey I, I really appreciate you joining me on the show liz I, there are a lot of people that i weed through and very few that i as far as pundits that i stop and go i want to hear what that person says you are one of those people you really are i enjoy your content i, I really like this morning exemplified the the clarity of thought that is just i mean top notch i i i really appreciate you joining on the show it's an honor and a privilege to have you here and i would love to have you again
10: Wow. Thank you so much. That's the highest compliment you can pay me. And I I really do feel that deeply. If anyone else wants to watch the show, you can join us at LizWheelerShow.com or, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts, YouTube, Apple podcasts, wherever. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed being here.
2: You bet. And in the words of uh, Joe Biden, adios. (laughs) Have a great day. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
1: If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: Here is the video I've been talking about, the audio of the video. Shocking footage that has emerged of uh, toddlers repeatedly hitting a Minnesota police officer who was at the toddler's residence to arrest a murder suspect. The toddler uh, called the officer the B-word. You will hear that uncensored. Don't be offended. Uh, Telling his uh, colleague to shut the F up. These are two- and three-year-old children. For all of my broadcast career, I have been talking about the crisis in the inner-city communities with regarding, uh, regarding children of color and how uh, the, 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 the family has disintegrated. Uh, in the inner city 60 70 80% of babies are aborted 85% of families do not have fathers in the home and and the uh, the crime rate is uh off uh, just off the uh, charts and and I've heard this time and time again but now we have this these are children being taught by their awful awful parents or parent to do this to the police
8: so, <laughs> be a
2: That's the same attitude that we're seeing in viral videos at malls around the country, or I don't know when uh, thirteen or fourteen-year-olds and ten-year-olds beat to death a seventy-three-year-old man in Philadelphia.
11: <laughs> What's
2: What's that? no a that's a two. Uh, that's a two-year-old. Let's hear that again. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> right Let's go to Homer in Rising Sun, Maryland. Hello there, Homer, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please.
12: <laughs> I tell you, the Democrats are, are, are really going nuts here. But yeah. the thing that's got me really upset, I heard the other day, it's like the old movie, uh, Soil and like Green. Yes. It was about people starving, and they and they have to eat this green uh, substance. It's called Soil and Green.
2: Yes. Highland, Spoiler alert, it was people. Go ahead.
12: And Highland, of all places... Yeah. They have a big revolution going over there because they're trying to shut down farms because yes. they're taking up too much room. Yeah,
2: you've got. Well, uh, Homer, they're doing the same thing in the Midwest. I reported yesterday because I have a lot of friends in Southwest Iowa and North Dakota, South Dakota. They're doing the same thing here. Now, next year I'm going to touch on. Uh, next year I'm going to touch on that and also what's happening in Sri Lanka because I think it's coming here. Uh, you got well, 20 seconds. Go right ahead. Finish up.
12: Well, Bill Gates is another idiot. Oh, yes. I'm sick, I'm tired of because he's out there telling people to eat bugs yeah. and and this grow the scum on top of water to eat. And this yeah. is what they're they're trying to force down our throats. Well, you know Dan well, they're shutting down these farms for a reason. Bill yeah. Gates is buying up all this farmland. Yeah. All this stuff is going to be a big problem in the future. All right, Homer,
2: I got to run, but I told you last year it was going to be, if it wasn't COVID, it was going to be fuel, and then it was going to be food. That's the next crisis. I'm not kidding. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. (music) Toddlers who use that kind of language to police officers are being brainwashed by the uh, bad examples that live in their homes I've been talking about fostering and adopting children for uh, 30 years of my career. And uh, and honestly, if the Democrat Party uh, isn't going to help these kids, then by God, we've got to find a way to do it because there are a lot of children of color who are being victimized by a political party, a political movement that is serving them a giant disservice and offering them nothing but anger, resentment, and an early grave. And an early grave. Coming up, what's going on in Sri Lanka? Also, that 10-year-old rape victim. From uh, Indiana, went to Ohio for the abortion. Yeah, uh, probably didn't happen. I've got more audio from that on the last hour of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere.
1: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show, and I would say we've saved the best for last, but nope, 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 the whole thing is the best. Gosh darn it, that's what I'm saying. Let's start things off this hour the same way we did at the beginning of the show with Jill Biden, who uh, uh, slaughtered the uh, the Hispanic language, the Spanish language, at a conference that insults Hispanics. It's called the Latinx Inclusión Conference.
3: The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodá's of the Bronx as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio
2: yes there you go yeah only only something as uh, condescending as a, a Democrat liberal white woman would uh, would do something so insulting and not realize it not not re- just completely oblivious to it the Bodegas. Yeah, the Bodegas, and you guys are diverse, just like your breakfast tacos. You got, And you are a very industrious people. Seriously. I was talking to our uh, our worker the other day. I think his name is Josie or something. Josie. It's Jose. Jose. And he was out there, and he had the leaf blower on and everything. And I was waving at him, and I'm like, hi, Latinx, my man. You're not a Latino. You're a Latinx. Hi. Yeah. Welcome to America. We expect your vote, even though we hate God and we love abortion. Yeah, Welcome to America. Uh, Dios. I gotta go back in the Mesa or the Casa or whatever the hell it is that we live in here. That's uh, that's the Democrat Party. There you go. They literally want to change the name of Latinos and Latinas uh to Latin X and an Incluxion conference in San Antonio. I mean, this is as bet. What, what what do you do next? What, what, I, I only, I shudder to think. What if Jill Biden was in charge of the next uh, NAACP meeting? What sort of insulting crap you'd get there? I'd love to see the food selection. I have a funny feeling she'd accidentally make it really racist. <sighs> but that's your Democrat party. That's your Democrat party. We'll, we'll do all the heavy lifting. You just pay us your taxes and vote for us. You little brown people. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, and, and I haven't spoken a lot about this because um, maybe I'm a little more excited than most because I'm a science geek in my, when I do read books, they're generally about astronomy, astrophysics, stuff like that. I, I don't know why. I, I just like it, you know, because, you know, uh, I guess possibly because of uh, my upbringing, my mother was a brilliant, brilliant woman. Uh, very, very uh, devoted Catholic and an intellectual, and and someone who embraced all cultures, all flavors, all philosophies. Amazing woman, amazing. What she would. In, in, I come home from school. in hey, fourth grade. I'm like, why are these short sleeved, uh, white, uh, short sleeved guys with neckties and bikes parked outside, sitting at our our uh, breakfast table, talking with my mom? I said, Mom, what's this? Well, these these are uh, these are uh, you know, Je- Je- Jehovah's Witnesses. And I, after they leave, I'm like, why, "Why did you have those?" She goes, I, well, "I wanted to talk philosophy with them." I said, "Well, they were trying to convert you." She goes, "Well, they're not going to convert me, but let's, let's have a discussion." That's my mom. It was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And so I think about things that are bigger than me, and most things are. Um, and and this, this unbelievable telescope, this new James Webb telescope that is about a million miles from Earth, and yesterday gave us a peek at the beginning of the universe. Now, the pictures that you saw are the oldest pictures you've ever seen in your life, even though they were just taken yesterday. Because that deep field that they showed with all of the galaxies and whatnot, that light is 13 billion years old. So that happened 13 billion years ago. You're looking back in past 13 billion years. You are very close to touching the hand of God it's remarkable that we, this, we're, we're, according to you know, people like Bill Maher, we're an accident, right? We're just an accident. He says that life is overrated. Intellectuals feel like, oh, there's no God. We know everything. You don't know D word for Richard when it comes to the universe. You cannot tell me that the concept of God is stranger than the concept of a quark. So if you'd like to argue religion and philosophy with me, bring it. Because I have a religious take to this glorious picture of deep space. I absolutely believe this universe was, uh, was intelligently designed. Because only intelligence could create such idiocy on the earth like the Democrat Party. Okay, maybe that wasn't a good segue. <laughs> but you live to see it, man. You live to see it. And it only costs $10 billion, literally one-fifth of the money that we've wasted in Ukraine to see the beginnings of the universe. It's pretty amazing stuff. Pretty amazing stuff. Okay, so you know, we had that uh, story uh, it, out of nowhere uh, that, that came out of uh, uh, Indiana. We, we heard that um, a, uh, right after Roe v. Wade was uh, rescinded, because, you know, uh, court cases can be upheld and they can be rescinded. And it happens all the time. But, of course, you knew the left was going to go bat guano crazy about it. And, uh, and so, uh, oddly enough, this very convenient story with a worst-case scenario about abortion and having, having to travel to another state as a 10-year-old raped by a father or a male relative suddenly uh, came just that same week. Kind of weird. How that. Here's the president talking about it.
7: Ten years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save
2: her life. Yeah, terminate the presidency, he said. She had to leave and terminate the presidency. To seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people would like to uh, terminate the presidency right now with the 25th Amendment. Oh, Lauren Boebert said that. She said to terminate the presidency, and she had the FBI called on her. Uh, anyway, an abortion doctor at the heart of the uh, hashtag She's 10 viral horror story. It's uh, hashtag She's 10. Uh, apparently accused of failing to report underage abortions. Dr. Caitlin Bernard loves the spotlight. Even though she said that a 10-year-old was raped and had to go to another state to get the abortion, they could find no uh, corroborating evidence of it. Yeah. Bernard is under fire for making up the story or not reporting a, a child rape to authorities. Uh, but some digging into Bernard under, uh, uncovered that she is, uh, has been in exactly this same kind of trouble before. Indiana's Right to Life audited termination of pregnancy reports that are public records in 2018 and found that nine abortion clinics allegedly failed to report underage abortions to the health department as required by law. Bernard was one of them. Some of the girls under 16 years old who had abortions that weren't reported to the DCS were as young as 12 and 13. The alleged 48 instances of failure to report occurred since July 1, 2017. Yeah, state of Indiana requires that all abortions performed on girls under the age of 17 be reported to the Health Department and Social Services within three days. Bernard and some of her colleagues don't think that's important or necessary to make sure the girls on whom they perform abortions get justice against rapists. Now, here is the AG of the state of Ohio. He's looking into this because, you know, uh, when a 10 year old gets raped, uh, generally AGs get pretty uh, concerned about it and launch uh, criminal investigations into it. Here he is uh, appearing last night. I believe this was on uh, uh, Fox News. And we work
13: closely with the, we have a decentralized law enforcement system in Ohio. Um, but we have regular contact with prosecutors and local police and sheriffs. Not a witness.
2: pardon the audio. They had a little cracking up. It's nothing to do with what's happening right now. It happened last night.
13: For anywhere, something maybe even more telling, Jesse, is my office runs the state crime lab. Any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit. You're going to have biological evidence and. You would be looking for DNA uh, analysis, which we do most of the DNA analysis in Ohio. There is no case request for analysis.
2: Doesn't matter, The story's good enough. you got to perpetuate the lie. That's what the Democrat Party does. That's what mainstream media does, and uh, and that's of course what uh, big social media does. Here is the AG of Ohio, Dave Yost, again, um, with regard to the ten-year-old uh, supposedly raped in Indiana had to go to Ohio, Ohio for an abortion.
13: That's correct. Um, now the doctor in Indiana isn't in our jurisdiction, obviously. We don't know who the originating doctor in Ohio was. If they even exist. But the bottom line is, uh, it is a crime.
2: I was mistaken. She came from Ohio to
13: Indiana. You're a mandated reporter to fail to report. It's also the fact... This is the Ohio AG. Fact that in Ohio, uh, the rape of a 10-year-old means life in prison. I know our prosecutors and cops in this state. Yeah, it's a pretty serious
2: uh, crime, There's not one of them that wouldn't
13: be turning over every rock in their jurisdiction if they had the slightest hint that this had occurred there.
2: Yeah, um, like so many other things, you're being played except for this time they can't say misinformation or disinformation they're doing their very best on Facebook to ban videos about this ban posts about this and whatnot Uh, here's a little bit more from the AG of Ohio uh, Davio
13: speaking of hoaxes though can I correct something that everybody's reporting wrong nationally Sure. Ohio's heartbeat law has a medical emergency exception uh, broader than just the life uh, of the mother uh, she th- this young girl if she exists and if this horrible thing actually happened to her it breaks my heart to think about it she did not have to leave Ohio to find treatment
2: it's like they almost made something up you know to distract from something else it's kind of weird that way right whole lot of that going on in this country you know Uh, you know making up an insurrection to cover up the theft of an election you know, lying about Hunter Biden's laptop and saying it was disinformation or misinformation or Russia. The saying that Russia collusion between Donald Trump existed, but it never did. So you may just make up stories for a couple of years. It's, this is not outside the template. In fact, it is the template of the Democrat Party. And honestly, wow. You you, you guys are so ungodly, uh, dysfunctional, intellectually and morally broken Uh, There is no choice after this November and certainly after 2024 for other than the Democrat Party to become introspective and look at the evil that they have become or just start over again and blow up the party figuratively. Uh, If you don't need if you want evidence of it, I'll I'll share Liz Warren here in a second. If you didn't hear her because she's going after these uh, pregnancy crisis centers that do nothing but good. And I played this earlier. this is doctor this is, uh Doctor paging Dr Mingala stuff i 'm going to explain to you what these pregnancy these crisis pregnancy centers do, and then we 'll revisit the floating uh, abortion clinic that the one doctor is uh, considering uh, the death boat is what we 're calling it that 's all coming up. The number here is eight hundred nine two two sixty six eighty you 're listening to the Rob Carson show.
8: If the
1: mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth.
2: The important is
12: you said the truth.
1: It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: All right, kids, you ready for a little uh, a little more Spanish lesson lesson here? I want you to repeat after me, and then I'll tell you what it means. Okay, here we go. And I don't speak Spanish, I speak French, so I, pardon me. Uh, I have an excuse, uh, unlike Jill Biden. Well, Joe Biden doesn't speak Spanish either, obviously. Here we go. El partido democrata miente en cualquier sorry, cosa para conseguir tu voto. I, butch- I butchered it like Joe Biden, but here's what it means. The Democrat Party will lie about anything to get your vote. And I think that's, uh, I would venture to say that that's uh, pretty true at this point, to be quite honest. it's It's pretty pretty darn true at this point that the Democrat Party will lie to you about just about everything. And do it in bad Spanish. This is Jim Gossett, by the way.
8: Jill Biden doesn't know Spanish. No, she doesn't know Spanish language at all. She sounds really stupid. Beautiful Jew, like Maggie Hill. She can't pronounce bodega. Bodega. Instead she said well, get us or something like that Jill can't speak Spanish
14: La bumble I
8: wish she'd vanish With her breakfast tacos Jill is loco Stay out of Soco Why did you offend us? <laughs> Why the hell did you even show up when you don't respect us?
2: Now you're Latinx
8: it's on you. we've had our fill, yeah, very much. just go away, in D.C. state, you have no class, la vista. a doctor my...
2: <laughs> that is <laughs> Jim Gossett, uh, two S's and two T's, uh, Jim Gossett, comedy.com, that's what they call turnaround time, kids. Uh, when you can, when you can uh, send an idea, I sent the idea this, literally as the show began. I wrote Jim Gossett. I said, hey, we should do a parody of La Bamba, La Bamba, call it La Bumble, and make it about Joe Biden. What did he do? Not only did he write the thing, he produced it. Ka-boom. 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 There's a reason why this is one of the—actually, it's the fastest-growing talk radio program in America right now. I know, because most of them aren't. Kind of weird that way. So uh, if you would and you want to hear the podcast of the show, it's called The Rob Carson Show Podcast. So all you got to do is just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast, and you'll see it right there. And you can uh, subscribe to the podcast. You'll hear the whole shoot show today, including uh, uh, Liz Wheeler including uh, La Bumble right there that Jim Gossett did, and then all the other stuff that we talked about today. So again, it's a NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Subscribe to the Rob Carson Show podcast and leave a five-star review. So uh, here's Liz Warren uh, the other day, and this is evil. Uh, I'm, I'm just going I'm, to, I'm not going to have a filter on this. Because if you believe this, if you believe this, then you would have most certainly lived in one of those cute little villages right next to those those Jewish summer camps in Germany. And you would have went, huh, it's kinda weird we have this gray snow falling in the summertime. I won't question anything, because I believe our leaders. Oh, I mean that 100%. She went after for the sake of supporting unbridled abortion in our country. She went after people who basically uh, live their lives in poverty to save the unborn. Here is this awful, awful woman who just happens to be a senator.
12: Senator
9: Warren also taking aim at pregnancy crisis centers. Here in Massachusetts, these so-called crisis pregnancy centers outnumber Genuine abortion clinic. Yay, babies! By three to one. She says women walk into the centers believing they'll get abortions. Instead, they try to talk women out of it. Uh, Very
2: rarely. When you go, in fact, I would say never. When you go into an abortion crisis center, they never say, they never put like the Wile E. Coyote, you'll paint a tunnel on the wall there and you'll run smack dab into it. It doesn't say, come in and get your abortion. We'll even pay for it. Nothing like that. It says abortion crisis center or something like that. And then when you go in, you know, you're not going to, you know, just be steered right toward abortion like they do at Planned Parenthood.
9: Calls it a bait and switch. They are giving it over to people who wish them hard and that has to stop we need to put a stop to that in Massachusetts right now
2: man she's got some beady little eyes behind those uh, those glasses <sighs> crisis pregnancy centers have saved 800,000 babies just since 2016 Elizabeth Warren wants to shut them down now In 2021, there are 3,000 pregnancy centers in the United States. Here are some of the things they do. There are 800 abortuaries nationwide. Eight in 10 crisis pregnancy centers have free ultrasounds. Uh, 486,000 free ultrasounds have been performed since 2019. 731,000 pregnancy tests free. 967 free consultations with new clients. 810 locations offer STD testing. 563 locations offer STD on-site testing. Uh, 21,600 clients attend after-abortion support and recovery sessions. 2,500 locations offer material assistance such as baby items including diapers. But you know what? Screw these people. Screw these people. Liz Warren, just screw them. You'd much rather have those kids like in St. Paul who uh, have an attempted murderer or a a murder suspect in the house and mom teaching them how to say F the police and uh, call the police bitch. Right? Isn't that what Liz Warren wants? Isn't that the promise of the Democrat Party? Isn't that the promise? Warren has a new bill and charities could be fined $100,000 or 50% of their revenues earned by the, uh, the ultimate parent entitledly of the charity for violating the act's prohibition on dis- disinformation related to abortion. Meaning she says that people are being lied to when they go to crisis pregnancy centers. This is beyond just misguided, this is evil. And I have been called everything in the world because I'm a conservative, but I know evil when I see it. And when you go have something as good as a crisis pregnancy center in this fashion where you would find them out of existence for saving a baby's life, you need mental help and you need to be booted from office. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson show. <clears throat> Last hour, hour of the show. We've got a lot of stuff we need to uh, get to before the end of the show. Uh, Dick Morris has a new book. It's called The Return. And it is uh, basically um, Trump's secret plan for 2024. His real reason for running and his coming surprise announcement. Um, I know I've met Dick Morris. Uh, had a chance to uh, have dinner. Um, I was very blessed. It was one of the biggest moments of my life. I was invited to have dinner with uh, Donald Trump. And, uh, Dick Morris was there and, uh, and Mike Huckabee and others were there. And, uh, and, uh, I got a chance to speak to Dick, um, at length and he's familiar with my work. I'm familiar with his work and he has a real insider perspective. You're not going to get anywhere else. Uh, and also life experience. That's kind of cool as well. Uh, the return is in bookstores everywhere. You can, uh, check out the free offer from Newsmax. All right. Uh, you could save yourself about 28 bucks. Just go to thereturn911.com. Okay, so thereturn911.com. Do that today uh, and uh, just follow the, uh, the the instructions there. You'll get a copy of that number one bestseller. How's that sound? The Return in bookstores or free if you go to thereturn911.com. All right, so I was just putting up <clears throat> on uh, Twitter and on my social media, the 69-year-old grandmother who has breast cancer uh, and is undergoing chemo, who's been charged with trespassing and found guilty. of She pled guilty to trespassing at the Capitol on January the 6th, even though she was shoved in. It's on tape. She was shoved in, and then uh, she approached a police officer for help, and she ended up in the Capitol. And she's going to jail for two months, despite the fact that she's uh, almost 70 years old and she has breast cancer. Uh, give, send, go, mega granny with a Y. Give, send, go, mega granny if you want to help out. Right now, she only got 25 bucks they need 100 grand for her to turn her life around so that she can get out and battle cancer we are dealing with so many just evil people in Washington DC dear god in heaven unbelievable you may recall a few months ago before the i think it was before the 8.6% inflation rate was announced gen saki said that, uh, wait till tomorrow, there will be a highly elevated inflation figure coming. Exactly the same thing that Jen Psaki said then. Well, now, Corinne Jean-Pierre said in a presser yesterday that uh, the upcoming Consumer Price Index report will have a uh, highly elevated headline figure, which means that um, you're going to get screwed and you're already being screwed. You just don't know how bad. I know, because uh, you know, I go to the grocery store, I try to you know provide for my family, I'm able to do so. And I see things every day that I, when I'm at the grocery store or at Sam's Club or whatever, I go, "Oh my God." And all I could think about is, how do people live in in a mobile home, uh, barely scraping by on 25,000 dollars a year? When you're bringing home, I don't know, two grand a month, that'd actually be more than if you were making 25 grand a year. Let's say 30 grand a year, and all of a sudden it costs $94 to fill your car. It's unbelievable. Press secretary said that June CPI data is already out of date because energy prices have come down substantially. No, they haven't, and are expected to fall further. Really? I don't think so. Because, you see, the President of the United States just went to Saudi Arabia to beg for oil, even though we're sitting on oceans of it. And everybody knows it. And everybody knows that this is a crisis being created by our government and by many in the world who think that uh, you eat too much and you live too high on the hog. But the elites and corporatists around the world and the world's leading elites who go to Davos and things like that, they they should be rich and you'll feast off the crumbs. An uprising fueled by green madness, let the West beware. The anarchic scenes from Sri Lanka are a lesson for all governments in pursuing an economically illiterate agenda, according to Mark Almond. The anarch- anarchic scenes in Sri Lanka are enough to make the blood of any world leader run cold. President uh, Rajapaksa's uh, residence overrun by furious protesters, crowds cavorting on his four-poster bed in his swimming pool and gym, sections of the prime minister's home in flames. In 2019, the president plan- transformed, pledged to transform Sri Lanka into an organic nation within a decade, reducing and eventually banning chemical fertilizer, herbicides, and insecticides. Now, that's happened in the United States. Did you know that? They're doing it right here. But by making the price of uh, crude so ungodly high and making us depending on other countries, the fertilizer made from fossil fuels... It's not being manufactured and what is being sold has gone up in price dramatically. And I got a note from someone from uh, lovely Pottawatomie County, Iowa, where I grew up. And she said their field's sitting empty right now. Farmers can't afford the fertilizer to put the crops in the ground. And by the way, it's too late for corn and beans. Certainly too late for winter wheat. I know this because I grew up on a farm. And this is going to mean... A food crisis. And I, and I said this last year. It'll be COVID when COVID goes away, and it has. Uh, Americans are saying no to COVID. They're saying no to this, uh, this vaccinating your kid thing. The 1.4% uh, of Americans with kids 5 and under have decided to get the vaccine for their child because they know your child did not need it. It's nonsense. But this is what happened. 2020 COVID struck, hollowing out Sri Lanka's finances, causing its vital tourism industry to grind to a halt, and the immediate ban on all chemical fertilizer caused outrage to the uh, two million farmers who live there, making it impossible to do business, and now they're raising hell. And now they are storming the castle. Have fun storming the castle! Here is Glenn Beck. Now, uh, normally, uh, you know, I, when Glenn first hit the scene, I was like, dang, this guy is amazing, and uh, he's a brilliant guy. Sometimes a little morose, but a brilliant guy. It was some great observations. So I don't want to discount He's a, He's a wonder kid as far as uh, talk radio is concerned and thought. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. I don't feature a lot of his stuff because, you know, he's Glenn Beck. He you know, does his own show. But he has some things to say about what's happening in Sri Lanka, and me, coming from my agrarian roots and seeing things through the lens of that and what I see and what I hear and common sense and life experience, I know that there's a lot of things that are going to hit the fan very soon. Here's Glenn Beck talking about what's happening in Sri Lanka. You
14: might not be familiar with the island nation of Sri Lanka other than its name, but it is... The foreshadowing, dark foreshadowing of things to come in this great reset-bound world. 22 million people inhabit Sri Lanka. 22 million people are now struggling to survive. They're now facing the worst economic crisis they have ever encountered. Well, that sounds kind of familiar, don't it? Since declaring independence in 1948, the government is now all but bankrupt.
2: They're in default and we've got 30 trillion dollars in debt and spending
14: And foreign debt they can't afford critical imports to sustain their people medicine has now become too expensive or scarce to get a hold of fuel prices on this little island are out of control it began to spiral out of control as long lines formed at gas stations then violent brawls would sometimes break out between people and the military and the police holding them back food prices skyrocketed
2: it's all happening here guys you know it as well as I do all of that is happening here and then you combine it with the societal ills that have been created by the Democrat Party and their woke agenda and dividing us in every way shape and form and Soros-funded DAs around the country allowing murderers or attempted murderers to go free while people defending themselves go to jail. It's happening right here. That's what this madness is all about.
14: Food prices became unsustainable when gas went through the roof. Now Sri Lanka is on the brink of chaos. Videos have emerged of starving and desperate people attacking others out in the street.
2: Baby formula. Anybody, baby formula.
14: Everything culminated this weekend as thousands of angry rioters stormed the presidential palace and forced the resignation of their
2: leader. I don't know if you knew this, but in the United States of America, 2% of the population feed 40% of the world. And then, of course, you got the Netherlands they're second behind us and tens of thousands of farmers are protesting blocking traffic and their store shelves are bare so what happened
14: well the usual crap that we hear from the overlords in davos um, and it was all described in that wef article sri lanka was to concentrate on a social economy spending millions in the transformation to a new kind of capitalism they would or a new kind of energy double down on green energy yep any of this sound familiar yep how about this Sri Lanka cut taxes but also didn't cut spending huh in fact in order to fuel the great reset of their economy they began printing cash at unprecedented levels build back better because they had a green economy they just had to serve and because everything went green and they needed it right now, they upended their farming and agricultural production. Any of this sound familiar to anyone?
2: I'm hearing it from farmers. A friend of my sister's, uh, she and her husband own a farm, and a couple of years ago they decided to buy diesel when it was $2 a gallon. they am glad they did. They are glad they did. They bought it for about two eighty-five a gallon is what she told me. I think they bought six or 8,000 gallons. They got enough to make it through this season. And that's the only thing that it would get them through this season because if they had to pay $5 fuel, they wouldn't have put crops in the ground. Here's a little more from Glenn Beck.
14: Now, the World Economic Forum said it was going swimmingly. They said, quote, the plan is delivering impressive results.
2: Yes, because the world's elites are still fat and happy while the rest of us uh have empty store shelves and face starvation
14: the current government has created 460,000 jobs so you know the government doesn't create jobs
2: no they never have
14: the current government created 460,000 jobs helped more than 260,000 families secure a home sure strong progress is being made the government is also invested to generate green energy and provide water resources for agro production you see, look at all of the things when you just decide to build back better.
2: That's right. All you've got to do is buy a $56,000 car. And you've got to convert everything to, to uh, electric, even though there are no combines and tractors and fishing boats and road graders and bulldozers and everything, everything. One more comment from Glenn Beck. One by
14: one, the experiment fails. Nations fall, thousands, sometimes millions die or starve to death.
2: This is the way socialism always works. It left a hundred million people in graves last century.
14: And they never say, well, crap, geez, that was our fault. They say it wasn't done right. Well, they didn't check all of the boxes. Whatever the excuse is, it's never their fault. They observe the ashes from afar and then they double down and try it again remember what they did to sri lanka the next time you hear klaus schwab say now is time for great reset whenever you hear him say that whenever you hear about build back better whenever you hear about our agricultural industry needing to go green whenever you hear about how russia is causing the gas prices i want you to think sri lanka remember biden and joe kerry uh, john kerry say we just have a Few short years to get this done in America. That's
2: right. Yeah, They use fear. They use uh, intimidation. They use threats. They say the world is going to end in 12 years, then nine years, all based on nonsense. And 88% of the American people say the country is headed in the wrong direction because of this. So we can become Sri Lanka, or we can say not only no, but bleep no. I think we're ready to say bleep no. I think we are. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
1: If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: So uh, Sri Lanka told its farmers that you couldn't use uh, fertilizer. Uh, that is uh, the most affordable way to grow crops. They had to switch to organic fertilizer, which is, of course, uh, crap. Yeah. Well, there's not enough uh, crap, even with Washington, D.C., around to uh, fertilize uh, the world's farmlands. So basically the government said to farmers, here's a round room. Go whiz in the corner. That's what socialists do. They, they say wave their hand. They say make it so. In the six months following the fertilizer ban, domestic production collapsed 20%, prices rose 50%. The tea crop was also devastated the country's most important export and from which the lost revenue outweighed any savings made by not importing fertilizers. Farmers in Italy, Germany, Poland have been objecting with increasing anger to the destructive green pressure inflicted by their governments. Amsterdam has pledged to have the use of nitrogen, half cut in half, nitrogen compounds in animal manure and ammonia fertilizers by 2030, requiring a 30% reduction in livestock. And the world's farmers who feed you and me say no. And then on top of everything else, out of nowhere, the, uh, uh, the, the government of the state of New York and the city of New York decides to run a PSA for if there's a a nuclear holocaust, just out of nowhere. I don't know where that came from. We were just sitting around, we were just thinking, you know, the COVID and the stuff. Let's go ahead and do a PSA for the possibility of a nuclear holocaust. Yeah, he, here's the here's the PSA.
11: So there's been a nuclear attack don't ask me how other than
2: that how's your day
11: or why just know that the big one has hit okay so what do we do there are three important steps that i want you to remember
2: first before the flash kiss your butt goodbye
11: step one get inside fast you your friends your family Get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option.
2: This is the same as a tornado, by the way. I live in Tornado Alley. They say the same thing. Yeah, oh, no, nuclear holocaust, tornado. You need to
11: get into a building and move away from the windows.
2: Again, tornado. Step two. Yes.
11: Stay inside. Of course. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle
2: of the building as possible. Closet or bathtub as you are completely uh, evaporated with flame.
11: If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. There's
2: no reason why the... New York would do a PSA like this with Iran selling its advanced drone technology to Russia and spinning centrifuges funded by America, you know, to create nuclear weapons. Other than that, this is just something we do. We just do PSAs.
11: Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Provided they
2: haven't been uh, disintegrated. Information.
11: Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official... Yeah, none
2: of this will actually mean anything with the electromagnetic pulse caused by a nuclear bomb.
11: Alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe.
2: And the the zombies are sleeping.
11: All right, you've got this.
2: Okay, there you go. So uh, other than that, nothing to see here. Just nothing to see here at all. Let's take a break, come back and wrap things up. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show.
8: He'd duck and cover, duck and cover. He'd hide his head and tail and four little feet. He'd duck
2: I think that was a little better than the PSA that the New York City Emergency Management Department put out. I wasn't alive for the uh, duck and cover days. That was a little bit before me back in the 50s. But, uh, yeah, the New York Emergency Management Department uh, did a video on uh, a nuclear attack. Just, Just because. You know, I guess they could have done it last year or the year before, but they chose today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for the show, guys. Uh, do me a favor, will ya? If you want to check out the podcast, including today's uh, appearance by Liz Wheeler, who's spectacular, uh, absolutely wonderful political pundit. Uh, she was on the show. Also, some of the new satire that uh, me and Jim Gossett have come up with. Just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. The podcast is now the entire show. It used to be about a half hour. Now it's the entire show, uh, shortened up, tightened up. It's awesome. Awesome. Share it with others. Noobsmaxtv.com slash podcast for full details and leave a five star review. God bless you guys. Have a glorious day. I will be back tomorrow, Wednesday. In the meantime, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.
0: Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.